Welcome to Paddling Adventures Radio. I'm Sean Rowley, and with me is Derek Specht. Hello. How's it going, Derek? Going great. Fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic. It is. Good, 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 mm-hmm. good, good. You brought some uh, a selection of beers for this Yes, I, I, I perused the uh, the beer store, and I thought, you know what? The next uh, several weeks, we'll uh, do a tour of Germany. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we uh, tonight, what is it we're drinking tonight? It's... Uh, it's the Munich Doppelbock beer. Yeah, it's not too shabby. Salvatore. It's got a bit of a caramel flavor to it. it. Yeah, it's unusual. It says it's a strong beer. Well, I think they mean strong by percentage. Maybe, because it's not strong by taste. No, no, no. Oh, it's a rather a mildish mm-hmm. beer. But good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so now we got uh, some more I'll throw in the fridge for the next couple weeks. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Didn't we have more beer in the fridge? Uh, no, Derek. You only Alan came one. to visit. Alan came to visit. <laughs> yes. Uh, with us this evening <laughs> for maybe his last uh, on the Erie Canal ah, yes. call in, John Van Berger. John, how you doing? Doing all right. How you guys doing? Not Fantastic. too shabby. Uh, Alan paid me a visit on uh, Thanksgiving Day. He was on his mm. way. And- through and he stopped in for a quick little beverage. Um, mm-hmm. And remember how I was saving you six puppers? Yes. <laughs> One no. accidentally fill, fell out of the fridge. <laughs> ah. And we, we thought it was trying to attack us, so we drank it in self-defense. <laughs> <laughs> so now there's five be- puppers uh-huh. beer here for you. Now there are five puppers beers. They're not going as Why fast do- this time. <laughs> like in the beer Why store. do I have the feeling nope. that that's going to happen a lot? Well, because I've been looking at the the, the beer stores, mm-hmm. and they're not selling out. Oh. Well, I could I could oh. weigh in, but this is just my opinion. I wasn't that impressed by the Pupper's beer. Really? Yeah. I thought it was an okay beer. But you chew your toenails, too, so that doesn't say much. <laughs> I'm not that flexible. <laughs> <laughs> All your taste is in your feet. Um, it's, I mean, it's not a a massive beer that's going to sell around the world, sort of thing. No, no. You know, I, but I think it's just uh, it's because it's a Letterkenny beer, it's, so it's going to be popular yeah. that way for Letterkenny fans. Well, that's why we're buying six and not five cases. Yes, yes. <laughs> Except John, who's probably going to buy five cases. <laughs> Well, because they're a, a small, that's uh, probably not much shelf life. That's why they've been in the fridge so until Tracy it, unless, got mad. Unless John comes over soon, we're going to have to drink the rest of them. Yeah, yeah. John, when are you coming over? <laughs> uh, apparently not soon enough. Uh, apparently. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Is that the doorbell? No, that's not the doorbell I hear. <laughs> John's not here yet. John's not here yet. How about now? Now? How about now? <laughs> Uh, yeah, because I, I was, we, I mean, I bought the six of them for John. So yeah. that when he, hopefully, you mm-hmm. know, if things worked out, he was going to swing by on his way home after his trip here. But, uh, and because every other time it seems to sell out so fast. Yes. Well, I was looking yeah. at the, uh, on the, the, the website there, um, and there's a lot left in the beer stores. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So you can go buy another six pack and <laughs> then drink the five for you. Yeah. Exactly. That's pretty much what I'm thinking. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> we'll leave them out on the front porch in the sun. Yeah. Those ones are yours, John. <laughs> and if something happens where I drink these five and all of a sudden there's a big run on them and I can't get you six more, oh. I'll at mm-hmm. least leave the cans there for you <laughs> so that you can That's return them guy. to your local beer store where, uh, <laughs> what does it say on here? Where where refund is applicable? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, John. <laughs> yeah, always looking out for me. That's what I like about you guys. Ah, that's what we like about us, too. <laughs> always looking out for the big guys. I'm here for you. <laughs> How's the uh, trip, John? Last time, we uh, last week we mm. left, you were um, hiding out in a hotel after the episode of Pops. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because right? they were all searching for you. There was a nationwide manhunt for, for John and his kayak. You're considering adding sponsons to your kayak because so many people tried to wash you over. Yeah. Right. right. So what's happened since last week? Well, um, yeah, I think the last time we talked, I was in Little Falls, mm-hmm. and I finished the canal yesterday. 
Ah. So, so yesterday being yesterday from when this <laughs> airs or yesterday from when we're recording? From when we're recording. So you finished on the Canadian Thanksgiving. Oh, yes. Uh, I, I did, in fact, yes. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Did no, you it celebrate? Was, it was uh, um, actually not not really, not yet. Um, no. I think yet. it was, Yeah. Oh, no, we're definitely going to celebrate before I leave New York. <laughs> There's no question about that. Uh, Tommy had a visit from the beer ferry, and his refrigerator is completely full up. So, Wow. You know, got a beer ferry yeah. down there. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, no, we'll, we'll definitely celebrate before I leave, but it was uh, about four in the afternoon when I hit the Hudson River, and uh, so we loaded up and then drove back uh, over to western New York. So I uh, had a beer when I got back, but I was, you know, at that time I was pretty much toast. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so today has been a lot of, uh, you know, washing clothes, cleaning gear, trying to sort things out so they don't get all uh, mildewy after, a, you know, basically a, a month of being wet. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So take us through your last week of paddling. Last week of paddling. Uh, hit a couple of the highlights and, and a few lowlights, uh, too. The, uh, so we talked when I was in Little Falls. And uh, from there, I think it was, um, I think when we talked, I was going to be going um, down to camp in a um, You were going to do camp. a stealth camp on a boat launch. Yeah. Yeah, because there wasn't really any place to camp, and um, which seems to be the the big theme of this this whole trip. I think it's you know I think it's one of the things that's difficult. Now, uh, Paris Montoya just uh, went through on a stand up paddleboard, first guy to go from Buffalo through the Erie Canal and then down to New York City, right? And uh, and he had Airbnbs and hotels the whole way. And I think that is, you know, that's an easier way to go. But it's also, he has options in getting out that, you know, kayakers we don't have, right? Because he can basically just step off his board, hop on the wall, and he's in good shape. Exactly. Whereas we might not be able to, you know, scale that wall. So I think that is, you know, one thing if you want to do this, I think, you know, I would recommend a canoe before the kayak. Right. In terms of ac- in terms of access. Uh, you know, when you get out on, you know, some of the, you know, I've had some really, uh, some days with some real fierce headwinds and then, uh, you know, out on Lake Oneida, that can be tricky if you're, you know, in a canoe versus the kayak. But I think the, the canoe has definite advantages for access here. It's, it sounds like a canoe would be the perfect choice if you were tandem. Mm-hmm. Especially for... Yeah. Um, the headwind, the big, like you say, Lake Oneida, that sort of yep. thing. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, for two people, I think that'd be perfect. Yeah. But those bigger chunks of water and stuff, I, I think kayak yeah. would still be. Yeah. Consider yeah. it's, it's, it's a canal. I, I was, for me, I would, I think I would prefer to do it by canoe just because it's the ease of standing up with a canoe and, and climbing a wall, climbing a ladder to get out. Like it's, right. like it's been years since I properly paddled a kayak, but, uh, and when I got out recently, it was, uh, it's weird and awkward to try and kind of squeeze your butt out and not tip over. It's like it'd be almost easier to just do a wet exit. And, and, uh, so if you're yeah. in a canal with high walls, it's, kind of t- it's tough it is yeah so i think uh you know i know they're working on those issues as well uh i think you know i would probably go with uh like a 15 foot canoe if i were going to do it again right um to be honest i think that that would be my my uh boat of choice mm-hmm. but uh yeah it's been it's been great the um i was going to go down and, and stealth camp and and contacted a uh a guy who on Facebook was saying, "Hey, when you get close to Little Falls, let me know. I'll go. Out and I'll go paddle with you." And uh, had told him about what happened at uh, you know at the the cops episode, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, "Yeah." He says that doesn't sound like that's real comfortable down there. Um, when I pick you up and you can come out and stay at my barn, and uh, he has this incredible farm, this this beautiful barns. He had a a little cottage on this property that he let me stay in, and. Uh, 
His name is Tom Stock and, and cool guy, you know, big brain, big thinker guy, interesting conversations, um, you know, long time paddler. And, and uh, so he let me stay down there. And as it turned out, it turned out to be a really good thing because I ended up getting, I, I guess it was a case of vertigo. I'm not sure how else to describe it. Like an inner ear thing or something. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, it was really strange. So I, I, I don't know. I think I've probably done, uh, you know, like uh, 15 miles that day or something. You know, t- typical between 15 and 20 on the canal. And uh, about 8 o'clock at night, I was uh, everything was fine. And all of a sudden, like, somebody flipped a switch and couldn't stand up. Um, felt really woozy and, you know, had to sit down. And I was like, oh, this isn't good. Uh Woke up in the middle of the night, same thing. Woke up the next morning, same thing. And so Tom was said, you know, look, you, you're welcome to stay. Uh, I can get you into urgent care. We can get you into a pharmacy, whatever you need. And so it, it worked out really well because if I had been down at the, you know, stealth camping down at that boat launch, I'd have been, I wouldn't have been able to move. So uh, it worked out to be a, a really good thing that uh, Tom was able to, you know, to be there and help. Yeah, in order to get to, you know, get to uh, some sort of, um, like you say, the urgent care or the pharmacy to, to help out, mm. you definitely yes. would have been in a bit of a pickle there. Right. Yeah, because it was, you know, the, the boat ramp was kind of in the middle of nowhere. So, well, uh, and then kept... what do you do with all your gear? Right. Exactly. Exactly. But, I, you know, I wouldn't even been able to get into town, to be honest. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I... Uh, Got up the next morning, still didn't feel right, but I've been, you know, dosing Dramamine and uh, got down to, uh, he took me back down to the to the boat ramp, thought, okay, we'll try it. I'll know right away if this works or not. <laughs> right. And uh, ended up doing a 20-mile day, uh, continued taking the Dramamine. Today is the first day that I haven't taken it, and, and uh, I feel like I'm about 90, 95% now, so, Good. you know. Much better, yeah, yeah, much better. But I never had anything like that. It was, it was kind of strange. Yeah, I had something like that ages ago, and it, yeah, it, it turned out to be an inner ear thing. And once I got rid of that, it mm-hmm. was, yeah you, yeah, you 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 sit up and you feel like you're gonna keel over. You lay down, mm-hmm. you feel like you're spinning. Yeah, yeah, not fun. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, but yeah, I got on uh, got on the river that next day. Did twenty miles and. Uh, Got down to, uh, actually ended up down near, what was it, uh, Skohari Crossing State Historic Site. And there's an old aqueduct there, and I um, went over there to take some pictures. And I was going to stay at the lock, but the lock didn't look that great. There were a bunch of cars around. I thought, you know what, I'm just going to go stealth camp this one. And so I found an area that was uh, really protected and hard to find and hard to see. And so I stealth camped down there. and. And, uh, you know, it was, it worked out well and got up the next day and continued paddling again. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, it worked out. That's good. Mm. Yeah. I was a little concerned initially, but yeah, seemed to be fine. And so I, uh, had another, uh, one thing that's been really great about this trip is I've had a lot of offers from people to, you know, to, to visit or stay or go paddling together. Right. And, uh, a gentleman, uh, down near Rotterdam, uh, Roger Stite uh, had said, "Well, if you know, make it down here. You got to, you know, you can throw a tent in the backyard. You can just stay in the house, whatever." And a uh, really nice guy. And and he was going to take his boat. He had a a, a thirty three foot Chris Craft boat, and he was going to take it to a dry dock in Schenectady. Okay. And I said, well, "Look, I'm not that far away. Uh, if I paddle hard down there, you know, could I?" could I go down to Schenectady on your boat with you? Because I really would like the perspective, you know, of seeing what that's like compared to paddling the kayak. So he was like, sure, you know, uh, come on down. I'll, I'll wait for you. And uh, so it was, it was a, it was actually a really cool day overall because uh, as I was paddling, there was a, a rowing event uh, for middle and high schoolers. I think it was, uh, the Burnt Hills Rowing Club, and they were paddling 26.2 miles as a, a fundraiser marathon for their club. And so we ended up locking 
up together a couple times. And so, you know, talking to the kids, talking to the parents, because uh, the parents are at every lock and, you right. know, uh, on docks along the way. And, you know, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, these were the big sculling, but, sculling boats, correct? Yes. Yeah. Eight and man so, crew. Pardon me? The eight man crew? Coxon, yep. yada, yep. yada, yada. Yep. And uh, there were a couple of, uh, I think there was uh, one, uh, two person, but yeah, it was really uh, it's pretty great. And uh, the thing that really kind of blew me away with it, though, because I've talked to you about boaters in the past, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. And and going through and just waking you with, you know, just don't really care, some of them. Well, <laughs> we're, we're on the river. And so, you know, they know I'm out there. I know they're out there. And I'm paddling and hitting a really uh, a section where there's a real strong headwind. I've got white caps coming in on me directly from the front. Coach go- goes up alongside me, not not right alongside, but you know, it's coming up alongside. Pulls up his uh, the bullhorn and says, "I'm sorry to wake you, but I have to catch up with them," and lays on it a 150 horsepower engine, and just completely wakes me. So now I have you know the the white caps coming in from the front and these huge waves coming in from the side. I was like, you bastard. Wow. You know, it was like, I couldn't believe it. it. Is It was like, wait a minute. You have, you know, that little concern. And I mean, he just laid it on and took off. There was no, there was not even a look back to see what happened, anything else. He just took off. Well, I guess and, he did uh, preemptively apologize for running you over with Wake. <laughs> hey, yeah, wake yeah. up on you. <laughs> but he could have yeah, he could have motored by a little bit slower and and then caused the wake downstream further, so it didn't affect you so much. But exactly, why, why he could have slid right over beside you. Yeah, and uh, or he could have uh, you know slightly gone over to the other toward the other side of the river and hit yeah. it over there, what, giving you some room. But yeah, it was really rude, and it was you know that it, when I was a teacher, they always talked about you have to model appropriate behavior. Oh, yeah, and I'm like. Yeah. Oh yeah. So these kids now know it's okay just to wake, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. kayakers and paddlers, you know. <laughs> um so I wasn't real thrilled about that and you know, had a few words for him, but I'm paddling down the river and uh I see a jet ski coming. Oh and I'm thinking those what are the fun. hell is this? <laughs> you know? And so and it's coming. I mean it's fast and he's coming down, you know, this is maybe ten minutes later. And and I'm like, does this guy not even see me? He's like coming straight at me. And I'm just at the point where it's like, I, you know, better start pick up the paddle and start, you know, uh, motioning that, hey, I'm here, right? Yeah. And comes up and he completely shuts down. I'm like, oh, okay, he saw me. And so I paddle up a little bit and I heard this, hey, John, is that you? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. And he says, Hey, it's Roger. How you doing? <laughs> so it was uh, that was my my host for the evening, and uh, he came up and he said, uh, "Yeah, I brought you some water and a Snickers bar." <laughs> awesome. He said, "I thought you might need the energy," and I'm like, "Oh, that's great." So, you know, so that section of river basically became my favorite because I got free chocolate. You know. uh, <laughs> that's all it takes, eh? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Well, yeah, there's, there's, you know, natural beauty. There's wildlife. There's, you know, all these things. But hey, you know, free candy bar, uh, <laughs> as opposed to all the free beer he's been getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That is so. He gave me some of that now. later too. <laughs> but uh, so I, I paddled on. He took off. I paddled down to his place and then joined him as he and uh, his neighbor took his boat down to dry dock in Schenectady. And uh, it was it was really interesting because, you know, I was up on the bridge with him and, and looking out and, you know, part of me said, oh, I wonder if, you know, these boats can even see me out here. And it's like, oh, yeah, there is no question that they can see you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, there was just absolutely no question about it when he was up there. Well, guess who we come across after a few locks? <laughs> the coach? The coach. <laughs> and I am thinking, I, I, you know, I'm like, can we separate him off from that crew over there? Can, can we, we break him off? <laughs> can we swamp him? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that, that evil thought. And yeah. Of course, we didn't. Of course, we were responsible. Um, yeah. Took the higher but, road. But the thought was there about that whole, you know, the Caddyshack thing, if you remember that movie with oh. uh, Rodney Dangerfield. 
You know, yeah, that, that's what I envisioned in my head with that coach. Um, <laughs> what was the one with John Candy where he was on the sailboat and they won the sail race? He he had his pants up as uh, as uh, extra sail because he's oh. a big boy, right? But yeah, <laughs> uh, it, if it was me, I would have been mooning that dude as we went on by. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. You know, it it was frustrating because it was just so blatant. Like I just don't give a crap. Yeah, and you know, and it's like if 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 his you know rowers were in the water or if there was a problem or something like that. I get it, right? You take care of the kids first. But just because he was behind and then, you know, so. But, yeah, so we, we went by him, you know, without uh, causing a problem. And uh, we go down to the Schenectady Yacht Club where he's going to dry dock his boat. And what's really cool is there's an area you, you pull back around in where you take it into dry dock. They That is actually part of the original Erie Canal. Okay. And they are using... Uh, one of the enlarged, uh, it was a double lock, and they filled in one side of it, but they are using this then to pull the boats out of the water. And they think it's one of the only sections of, you know, of the early canal that is still in operation for anything. Oh, so, wow. uh, yeah, it was, re- it was really cool. It was really cool to see that. Hmm. So do they float the boat in, then drain the water so the boat ends up sitting on... No, they, they bring it in and they have these, you know, I, I just saw the piece of equipment. So it's like this huge uh, rack on rollers, basically. And oh, okay. It, it has yeah, big uh, canvas bands. It kind of rolls up and yep. picks the boat up and then drives off with it inside the, it's a, yeah, it's a rolling rig for hauling sailboats and stuff out of the water. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so they have that and they, and they have it positioned right over the lock. And it's just really cool, you know. Pretty neat. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. Well, you, you know, you so, already had the lock sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Make exactly. use of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Cool. Huh. So, yeah. So we uh went uh got back to um up to his home and then we went out to a brewery and had a few beers and it was a good evening. Awesome. And yeah. there's a lot of you are feeling it? better at this point, correct? Uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm still at that point, I was still, whatever happened, happened with the vertical axis. So even like walking up the hill and from the canal up his backyard was really disorienting. But, mm-hmm. you know, um, but, you know, a few beers took care of that. <laughs> Smooth it right out. <laughs> <laughs> then, then just everything was disorienting at that point. So <laughs> The disorientation uh, from the beers yeah. counteracted yeah, yeah. the disorientation from whatever <laughs> that's right but you know it was uh what was really cool is the next morning get up had breakfast had a you know uh great time and and he gave me uh he loans me his vhf radio because that's what you can contact the locks with and we knew that already from when jeremy kosis went through that there was a problem with lock seven's number right so all of the information has uh they they don't have a phone a working phone out there so uh, he gives me this, you know, I paddle down to lock seven, stay the night there. And on my last day, uh, Mona from the New York State Canals uh, Organization and the Erie Canal Historic Corridor, I'm going to get all of these wrong because I have a serious case of paddle <laughs> brain right now. Uh, but uh, she comes out with her husband who publishes uh, an, a New York sports like a you know for the silent sports so you know bicycling running uh paddling um activities newspaper and uh yeah it was just really cool and so we we paddled together for i don't know eight miles or so and and beautiful like beautiful weather calm you know mirrored uh, mirrored water it was really nice and uh then they had to take out uh, and i continued on and uh, got to that Waterford set of of uh, five locks, and that was kind of the that's your last thing before you hit the Hudson River. Cool. At, at Waterford, mm-hmm. I'm trying to look at the map yeah. here as you uh, list your route. Yeah, it's it's uh, in Waterford. It's called the the Waterford Flight, and it is five locks, and so like it, it's all just, all connected. 
It's they're they're about a quarter to a half a mile apart. Oh. And so yeah. So, you know, you what what the weird thing was there's a couple of big guard gates before that and there was no one at the guard gate. So there's a there's this you know, this big boat waiting to go through. Another boat comes out and they, they finally gave up. Uh and, and I could hear him talking on the VHF radio, and they said, yeah, there's there's nobody here. So the this boat is, starts calling all of the different locks, and and like he can't seem to get anyone to open this this guard gate. So I'm asking him about it, and we just start talking, and we start talking about the the trip and paddling, and uh, really nice guys. The the boat was uh, the power tool out of Vermilion, Ohio, and. Uh, Finally, somebody shows up. Uh, you could see the the New York State uh, Yellow Canal truck coming down, and uh, he raises the guard gate, and then we start into the locks. And what was really cool was the captain of this boat says, uh, uh, "How do you want to do this?" And I said, "Well, they're always they move me ahead in the locks, you know, uh, prior to this. Mm-hmm. So I suppose I'll go first. And so it was me followed by this, you know, this this massive boat and uh and going into the locks and then you you go through the lock and then you race to the next one because i don't want to hold them up either right yeah and uh you know so then race to the next one and then we just start talking and uh but it was it was really fun and it was a cool way to end it um you know just you go through and these are all like really deep locks too so it's yeah it was it was kind of a cool thing we get through the locks i'm paddling out and I hear someone say, hey, John, is that you? <laughs> and it, it's kind of like, huh? And I look over, and it is a, a, a couple on a sailboat that uh, John and Ann that I had met in Little Falls. And uh, they're like, we were worried about your, your safety. I said, why is that? And they said, well, because of that thing that happened, and we didn't see you the next day. And I said, oh, I, I got vertigo. I wasn't able to paddle. And they're like, oh, okay, well, that's good. We're glad you're okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> but it was just funny, you know, and then, and so that was basically it as I, you know, paddled out and uh, got out to the Hudson and uh, took a few photos and a video and uh, paddled back in and, and uh, that was it. And that was done. So you had a lot of st- online stalkers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, technically, if you want to, you know. <laughs> Uh, I had a lot of people online that were really amazing. And, and like, you know, for example, both Tom and Roger uh, were through this, this you know, um, this canals group. And so as I've been posting, I'm, I'm about a week behind on, in the posting. I'm trying to do daily, you know, like, here's what my day was, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I had a lot of people contact me and say, hey, when you're coming through the area, let's go paddling and offering advice and and that was actually really cool there were a few uh odd instant messages let's let's say that (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um that that didn't have much to do with uh uh paddling so you know um but you know you just kind of ignore those and use that facebook block and and go on your way Hey, John. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, that, that was interesting, too. But, you know, <laughs> no, there, there are a lot of nice people there that contacted you from, from those discussions yes. we've had. Yeah, and, and that is, you know, when you look at the trip, like when I look at the trip overall, you know, there's, there's you know, people say, well, what's the best thing or what's the best thing you've seen? And, you know, you keep rolling that question through my mind and it's like, there's places where it's really beautiful and you have no idea you're with the exception of some of the sound, how close you are to the towns a lot of times or Mm -hmm. the the interstate. And, you know, uh, I think that, yeah, a lot of it is the people. I think uh, there's just that, you know, getting up and paddling every day for about a month, you know, where you get out and, and, and it's not, you guys, and, and listeners will probably get this, and I'll, I'll, I'll struggle to, on how to say it properly. When you get into that rhythm when you're paddling, and whether it's a headwind and you're struggling with it, or you're gliding across a really calm 
you know, body of water, when you get in that rhythm and things just are working and it, to be able to get out and do that and have that happen basically every day for a month is, that's a pretty special thing, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, uh, yeah, it was, it was, it was really cool. Now you stated earlier that you didn't really get a chance to stop at any historical areas or museums and stuff like that. But otherwise, did you get a sense of the history of the lock system? Did, did you must, there must have been some sense of, of the, of the past as you paddle through areas? Because I think you saw some old barges and canal working boats and stuff that were set up on shore. And so there must have been something that kind of clued you in to say, yes, you know what? This is a historical working river. This is like, you know, however, how old is it? Anyways, like 150, 200 years old. It's, uh, you know, they started, uh, the first one in 1825 and then they, you know, they'd enlarge it and change it a couple of times. So you, you definitely get the sense of the canalways age and like historic purpose because you'll go by like old ruins of aqueducts. And so, you know, maybe two nights before the end, you know, I paddled up to these aqueducts and it was, it was just stunning. I got the boat and you know, took photos in front of it and everything. And yeah, really, really beautiful. And then you see, for example, like that old lock that you paddled into at the, you know, at the Schenectady Yacht Club. And there are all of these different things that you see that you really do get a sense of the age. And you have a sense when you're in the Western part, especially uh, of the, that it's, that it is, you know, they used to call it Clinton's Ditch. For the governor of New York, Governor Clinton at the time. Right. And they called it Clinton's Ditch. And it really is. It was 40 feet wide by, you know, at the time, four feet deep. Oh, and, uh, deep. No. And so, you know, of course, they enlarge it and, and uh, you know, deepen it as time goes by. And, and now, you know, like the last 120 miles, you know, you are on the Mohawk River. And so you're going through these locks, but you're also going through... Uh, right next to these big dams. And so, you know, you do have that sense of, of the passage of time through this, but I wasn't able to get out and see some of the museums. And so I'll be doing some of those things this next week. Uh, there's a section of the canal, about 36 miles of the old canal that forms the, I think it's called Old Erie Canal State Historic Park. So I'm hoping to go out and uh, run a chunk of that tomorrow, actually, and okay. so get a little bit, a little bit more paddling in. And there's a few people that I'd hope to connect with that I wasn't able to that I'd like to to visit with and maybe do a little paddling too. So, you know, I still before I leave, I might get another several days of paddling in here. So no injuries yet. <laughs> yet. Knockwood. Yeah. So, Knock so you've, you've still got time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. And see, I hate to say that because, you know, there's there's the long uh, car ride home. So I'm. Oh, that know. doesn't count. We're, we, we're, well, only, we're only concerned with, with uh, paddling injuries. <laughs> you may be concerned with that, but I'd rather not be in a big car accident on the way home. <laughs> that's <laughs> Just, not our concern. You know. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, uh, question, though. Do you yeah. feel you've got more out of the trip by doing it in a paddle craft as opposed to oh, good just zipping through in a big boat or something like that? It's more of an intimate journey as opposed to like a, taking a yacht through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think, you know, I think it's, I think it's, it's a really interesting, that's a good question because... Did Derek write that one for you, by the way? <laughs> no, I called my mom. You think? <laughs> oh, okay, okay. <laughs> mom always comes through. <laughs> mom always comes through for me. Mom, I got to have one good question. I'll throw this one at him. It'll confuse him. <laughs> trust me, it's not hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, tr trust me right now. Like, you know, I've got such a case of paddle brain right now. I mean, you could tell me anything. I'd probably believe it. Uh, I'm sitting here trying to remember people's names, and I'm blanking on names, you know. Uh, Daryl's newspaper is the Adirondack sports paper. I couldn't remember that when I was talking about it because I, I just waterlogged here. Uh, <laughs> Now you had asked a question, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> did you get? 
Would you think you would have gotten <laughs> no, I know more out of this? I know it's a question. I'm just giving you crap. With a left-handed um, paddle. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think, uh, you know, you, 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 it is more intimate while you're paddling. You, you do fewer miles a day. I think, you know, the access of, of a boat is so much better, though. You know, where you can get out in the little towns. I mean, I, I'm absolutely glad I did this. It was really cool. I met some great people, saw some really cool things. I think I would, I would enjoy doing it in, but like in a, in a boat, you know, where, where, uh, I could get out and, and Jan and, and the dog and, you know, and, and do it that way too. And I think that would be a lot of fun if you, you just made plans to stop along the way and, you know, mm-hmm. see the things you want to do. I, of course, I wouldn't recommend stopping at E twenty along the way, but you know, uh, <laughs> I, I hear they have a really good sheltered area there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it's, uh, you know, I would, I would do a trip that way though too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely would. I definitely would. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I'd probably add to it. I mean, I think I'd prefer to paddle it if yes. the access to the towns and actually getting off the water that you could go to these museums and mm-hmm. anything. I mean, you're, you're sort of getting the both because you've paddled it and now you're going to go hit all these little places. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yes. And I'm, I'm lucky I've got that, you know, I've got a few days here at the end to, to be able to do that, you know, and, and there's, you know, I mean, there's, there's amazing historic sites here. So, you know, for, uh, for me, that's that's one of the great things about the trip too. Mm-hmm. Um, going through your, I've been following along your pictures and stuff like that. Mm. You told me that you are drawing stuff out today. Yeah, yeah. Should we it's ask just, why? Uh, <laughs> well, it's just a month of being on the water, right? Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Was it was it today, yesterday, a couple days ago that? Somebody went swimming. Oh, oh, oh! He skipped yeah. right over that part, didn't he, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> he just paddled see, right on by that subject. I couldn't let it go. That was in the previous week, but uh, no, oh, I didn't. I didn't take a a swim like from a from the wake of a boat or anything like that. Uh, I was trying to get out at a at a lock. And, and they didn't have any indication that you could get out there. So it wasn't like, you know, it was bad information in the guide. I asked the lockmaster, is there any place I can take out here? And he said, well, there's kind of one place over there where the cement kind of is a little bit of an angle. You might be able to get out there and some of the rocks. And so as I was getting out, you know, there was all that green slime. Oh. And it was really difficult to get, you know, to get the right angle to get the boat close enough. And so I got out, slipped, hit the green slime, and then you know, uh, straight in. So, uh, but no, that was, that was a couple of weeks ago. I'm dried out from that piece. Um, you know, it's just, <laughs> I thought it's that just was everything recent. else. And, no, no, oh. no. Uh, the recent is just a lot of rain and, you know, paddling through that and, you know, how are the, the fall colors starts, down there? Oh yes. Is it that? Uh, I'm about a week early. Okay. About a week uh, early. Um, okay. Go back you and get, start again. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, the the when this airs, the the canal will officially be closed for the season. Oh, yeah. So you got done just in time. I got done just in time. I initially I was thinking, well, I'll just push it out through to the last day. But you know, the way thing, the way everything worked out here uh, at the end and with the people and yeah, it was it was great. Mm-hmm. It was great. I mean, it was it was it was perfect. You know, awesome. So, yeah. from where you put in to where you took out, how many kilometers or miles? Okay, I'll, because I've got paddle brain, I'll give you rough mileage, and then you can convert, okay? <laughs> we'll just go with your mileage. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, I think it was somewhere in the area of about 333. 333 kilo- uh, miles? M- miles, yeah. Wow. That's about 8,000 kilometers, I'm thinking. Yeah, <laughs> something like that, Derek. Isn't it? Yeah. 
So uh, according to the Erie Canalway, the uh, the uh, the National Heritage Corridor, it's 524 continuous miles of navigable waterway, which includes areas that you didn't paddle. Um, 197 right. years of continuous operation, 365 miles of canalway trail, and 200 cities, towns, and villages. So there you go. I just found. I wow. d- dug that up for you. Look at you go. <laughs> Look at you go. Take Derek with you so, next time. <laughs> well, I think, though, you know, again, I am sort of tired here, but that's about 535 kilometers of paddling I did. Yeah, something like that. Was it point one seven two or... Look at us. Point nine one one five five two kilometers. Point seven you know, times three thirty five hundred and sixty one <laughs> kilometers. Right. I'm sure, it used to be one point seven. Used to be one point seven, but it could have changed. Yeah. Could have changed. Could have changed. <laughs> it changes the over time, depending on inflation. <laughs> Didn't that start in the seventies? Yeah. I mean, everything's getting more expensive now, so they might as well change time and, and distance as well, right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it didn't take you four weeks. It took you five and a half. <laughs> Inflation. That's right. That's right. Uh, no big animals, just birds. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of uh, – that was one thing that surprised me a little bit. I, I expected to see, you know, deer and, you know, uh, I think I saw a fox was probably the largest mammal I saw when I was out along the uh, along the canal. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, you figured would have seen deer and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, a, a you know? few dead ones in the canal, but that was it. So the biggest wildlife you saw was at Lock 20. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wild, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, and it was interesting because I just uh, had posted about that in the daily updates. And some of the some of the private messages you get from people that have had, you know, other experiences. And, you know, it's, it is interesting because you're not, again, you're not in a wilderness setting, you know, you're in urban areas and, and sometimes, you know, those mm-hmm. things happen. Yeah. 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 And you know, there's, these guys are going to have the same sort of a similar memory. They're going to be, as they're sitting in jail, they're going to be talking to people. Like, yeah. <laughs> this thing went down and, and there's this guy with a kayak and, and just out in the middle and nowhere on a computer. And that was just so weird. Did that happen or were we high? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes to both. See, yes to all the above. There's John creating memories right, for everybody. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's, uh, it, it's one of those things, you know, you, you I'm still sort of processing it, you know, and um, it uh, it was one of the things in the last several days I could feel myself getting tired, you know, like, like, okay, I'm, I'm, I could be done with this, you know, and you're, you're knocking out miles in the headwind or whatever. And you're like, yeah, okay. And then you get to the, like your last couple of days and, you know, have these great experiences with, you know, like Tom and Roger and, and uh, you see these, these historic sites and, you go through these really cool locks at the end and you're like, man, I'm kind of sad this is over, you yeah, know? Exactly, right? Yeah. 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 It's that bittersweet yep. thing, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, but absolutely glad I did it. And, you know, if anybody wants to do this, I would suggest getting a hold. Of, I know right now that the New York State, Mona was saying that New York State um, is up, updating its... Um, like this big guidebook that they give you, and it and it's it is available for a ten dollar shipping fee plus four great maps that you can get for it. Um, so that's awesome. Or you can get the the book itself uh, download by PDF, and hmm. uh, the the materials that they put together it's it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Well, hopefully, they people have heard you, the powers that be, as it were. Regarding the mm-hmm. access, yeah, for paddlecraft, yeah. yeah. Well, it really depends. Well, you know, yeah. do, do you know how many people actually paddle this waterway? Is it would it be worth the powers that be to actually modify the access? Because I suppose more people might go if they had easier access for canoeists and kayakers and so on, right? I believe they would. Yeah, yeah. and and I think you know I was one of the gentlemen that I talked with. Uh, oh, this is going way back uh, to. Uh, Captain Jeff's Marina, um, 
Bob who had kind of, you know, said, Hey, go stay here. And then, you know, we went out and watched the Packers game and right. had a few beers. And, and so he's a, a big bicyclist and, you know, is talk about all the bicyclists that hit this. And we were talking and I said, yeah, I wish, you know, the, if I had one thing, it would be to improve the access to the locks and to the towns. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, he said, I, he said, I think this would be a world-class destination if they did that. And I agree with them. You know, I think if they're able to get that, I think when they improve access issues, as they improve access issues, right. that this is going to be something that more and more people will do. I mean, yeah. realistically, when it comes to a lock, uh, there were some of the locks we did on the Trent Severn, and all they had was like, what, an eight foot by four foot floating dock that you mm-hmm. could pull mm-hmm. up to and get out on. Right, so at least mm-hmm. you're 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 able to stand on it, right? Yeah, right. And you can get out on a canoe. You can get out from a kayak, and once mm-hmm. you're standing, you've you've got the access, right? But it's right. actually getting onto something out of your paddle craft. Mm-hmm. How how hard is it to to chain up? Like I say, an eight it's... by four floating. Right. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. It, I mean, these, yeah. some of these things look like just. You know, a couple of skids stuck together on barrels or something. Yeah. Like realistically, right. you, know, mm-hmm. you don't want that bad, but yeah. You know, yeah. you know, it is possible to do that. It is um, at the basically at, at the head of the lock area, like where you come up. It would be very easy at a lot of these and, and at the tail end of the lock area mm-hmm. to put in the equivalent of a boat ramp. You know, because that's a little bit of excavation and it's a little bit of cement, right? Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. And and that would make access really easy. I and, mean, there was a couple that, that, of- that we hit that were just basically long, like 10-foot sections of stairs that you could basically mm-hmm. walk down to the water and, yeah. and walk into the water, basically. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if they, even if they put those, I mean, it doesn't even have to be anything that extensive. Like you say, just a ramp down. Mm-hmm. A ramp would be ideal because, and again, you know, if you're going to do this and you're going to do this in a canoe or a kayak, get a portage cart. <laughs> Wussy wheels. <laughs> um, that thing, that thing was invaluable yeah. because, you know, like there were a couple of locks and where, you know, you'd hike down, you know, well, I mean, the one was probably 120 yards or something. And so you just, you know, drop the kayak up on top of that, pull all your camping gear down there, unload, set up camp, and, and you're set, you know. So I, I can't say that enough. If someone wants to do this, uh, definitely get a uh, portage cart or a portage <laughs> cart if you're in the States. <laughs> yeah, if, you're doing yeah. this, if you're doing the Erie Canal that's in the States, <laughs> get a portage cart. Yeah. You're getting one of the Erie Canal that's wherever else. Yeah, get a portage cart. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah, but I mean, you know, it'd be really easy, I think, with this. And, and you know, the towns, that's going to be a different thing as they're, you know, able to do things and, and improve uh, along the way. But But I know that. For example, like, you know, there'll be a couple of towns that I'm going to write to and just say, hey, I would have loved to have stopped at your place, However, but I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And so if there, if you have, you know, any access to, you know, to grants or if there's anything that you can do to make this easier for, you know, paddlers, expect to see a lot of people come in because I would have stopped for, you know, lunch and a beer and, yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, and that that adds that adds up pretty quickly when you get more paddlers going through. Well, I mean, and now with the popularity since since COVID happened, the number yes. of people out paddling, and mm-hmm. you know, people looking for cheaper options to do. I mean, a paddling trip, you yeah. know, where you where you can camp at a lock or or something like that, and then yeah, just tootle on in for a bite to eat somewhere close by, and I mean, yes, yeah, or a, as you say. Yep access to uh, Airbnbs or bed and breakfasts mm-hmm. and hotels. Right. You know, right. Every, everybody's hurting these days. So if you can get any cash flow into your, into your town, that's right. worth it, right? Absolutely. And, and again, like you say, with everyone paddling because of COVID, they, 
you know, the the transition to this becoming a, you know, a major paddling destination, I think, was would be a pretty simple one, a pretty quick one. I would think so. I mean, you yeah. look at the number of people on the Trent Severn. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know how many people I've heard of have have paddled it. Mm-hmm. You know, so there, there's no reason the Erie Canal couldn't be the same sort of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And I and I and I think that's clearly their intention too. You know, with the like I say, the materials you know that they've produced, it's it's it is impressive. And I know they're updating things, and you know, so I think you know if they continue along those lines, um, I, I you know I, I think it will be. It really will be a, a destination people would go to. Mm-hmm. Uh, go to NY, so New York, nycanalmap.com, if anyone is interested in this at all. Uh, nycanalmap.com, and you will see there's an interactive map that uh, covers the entire canal. It gives you distances. It gives you... Uh, places of interest, canal amenity centers, municipal centers, national and state parks, water trail sites, uh, paddlecraft rentals, locks, marinas, all of those things are listed in there. And it is a, it's a pretty great resource. And, you know, that didn't happen by accident, right? They really do want to bring paddlers in here. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's big waterways there. I mean, mm-hmm. that's what people want to do nowadays. You know, get out yeah. on the water. I mean, you talked about there was the, uh, uh, a bass tournament, uh, people going up and down <laughs> in their big boats, people paddling, right. people stand up paddle boarding. Like mm-hmm. it is a recreational waterway as well. Right. So right. you, you, you got to start catering to some of these people. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, it really is more recreational than, than, you know, there is some, uh, industrial, you know, movement on the, on the water out there, but it is, it is primarily recreational now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. absolutely. Well, it sounds like you had a great trip and it's not over yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you might be yep. doing some more paddling. Yes. Uh, you might be able to call in next week and let us know uh, whether you're back home or not. Well, you know, I, I learned after the Yukon that if I call in and I'm not paddling, you'll hang up on me. <laughs> yeah, hey, that's a deal. <laughs> so if you don't paddle this week... <laughs> and we don't hear from you. That's you right. Know, that, that's that's yeah. going to happen. Right. Yeah, and see, we already said it, so we can't set Derek up again like that like we did last time. <laughs> Just hung up on him. <laughs> yeah, he's not paddling. <laughs> Fair enough. I okay. hear from him. He's not kinda, paddling. Kind of harsh, but okay. <laughs> that was back in the day. That was how many years ago now? Was like Dude, that was uh, 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three, yeah, three, three years, years ago. ago. Wow, wow. Yeah, we've let you hang around that long, eh? <laughs> I know. That's I tell you, Derek, Derek <laughs> still drink, brings more beer than you. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not out there often, so I, I can't really uh, fax you a beer or something. You know? Have you tried? <laughs> <laughs> Have you called somebody up and said, "Hey, yeah, this is John." Okay, you live not too far from Sean. Could you pick up? <laughs> I just drop it off on his doorstep with a little note saying, love, John. <laughs> Long range you know, d- drone drops. I, I haven't done that, have no, I? No, no, no. You, no I, I, no. Would, I would have known if you have done that. <laughs> Unless, of course, it's Derek that you're telling to do it, and he just shows up with beer saying, hey, look what I bought. Actually, Derek probably just goes get the beer for himself and drinks it. <laughs> nope, didn't see it. Never didn't heard about it. it. Oh, you're talking about a thing. Not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I hope... Uh, I hope you get to see a whole bunch of these little stops because, you, like you say, you're you're heading back across uh, to check out mm-hmm. some of these little spots, the little historic spots and museums and and little yeah. um, points of interest. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you get back out on the water with a few of these people that said, "Hey, if you're in the neighborhood." Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that just just because of the kindness that so many people have showed. You know. Yeah, and hopefully it's, it'll uh, be a really nice weather week too. Yeah. Yep. And tomorrow's supposed to be the best day, so that's why I really want to, you know, get out there and hit that the old Erie Canal and mm-hmm. and uh, knock out a few miles on there. 
Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, we're looking forward to hearing from you. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. In the meantime, we've only got two more small things here, so you might as well hang around and before you before you leave. I know you were going to tell us all just to eat salt and and be on our way, but those those weren't the two the two words I was going to use though. <laughs> Oh no, I know. <laughs> okay. Why don't okay, you all just, just... <laughs> uh, because yeah, one of these has to do with uh something we've talked about before. Derek brought okay. this one to my attention, Derek. Bears Ears Monument. Ah yes. Mm. So yeah, so uh well it's it's correcting a mistake that was made. And uh so it's gonna be uh Restoration of uh, the boundaries of protected areas of national monuments in the state. So Bears Ears is returning to its original size, as was created in 2017. Mm-hmm. I think it was 2018. And uh, mm-hmm. so there's a couple uh, national monuments that, that are being restored to as previous. So it's uh, Bears Ears, Grand Staircase, Escalante National Monument. And uh, oh, what's the other one? It's... Uh, it's not in front of me right now, but it's uh, it's out in off of the uh, Seamounts, yeah, Northeast Canyons, and Seamounts National Monument. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're being restored because what Bears Ears was reduced in size by about eighty five percent. Yeah. Uh, staircase was reduced in size by a large amount of fifty percent, about fifty yeah. percent, and uh, wow. the Seamount was reduced. Oh, that by, one I'm not sure. Yeah, about eighty percent again, I believe. And uh, so they've been mm-hmm. restored to their their natural size, and uh, which. I, I would have been interested to see it go to the courts in the first place to have a have a decision mentioned about uh, you know about reducing and creating and stuff like that. But anyways, they are protected again, and so they're protected from from mining, oil, gas drilling, and, and so on. They're so now they're once again a uh, protected uh, piece of land for people to enjoy uh, in, in the far future. Mm-hmm. So good news. Cool. Hot diggity. Uh, Bears Ears going back to 1.36 million acres, and Grand Staircase will be restored to 1.87 million acres. <clears throat> That's huge. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. So, yeah. cool. And <laughs> we were talking earlier. What did I say? Um, the President Bernie. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie, yeah, Biden, <laughs> Bernie Biden and Joe Sanders. Yeah. Like, wow. John, your brain was waterlogged. <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize you've been paddling so much, Sean. I know. <laughs> no, it's just Tuesday. <laughs> Too much right. birthday cake and Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, President Bernie, Bernie Saunders. <laughs> like, I don't even know anymore. So. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, Derek, you were talking about, you sent me a little clip. Fat Bear Week, it is official. Oh, yes. Otis did win. Yes. Uh, we called it last week there. That we were waiting forever for them to post, and they just weren't. But I Otis know. did win. <laughs> yeah. And Stephen Colbert. He covered it on his show, yes. So he's always <laughs> had this long-running thing about back when he had the Colbert show, which he played a character at that time, and now he plays himself. But uh, back then, it was always, oh, bears are the scariest things on the planet type thing. Anyways, so he yeah. when they did the Fat Bear Week, uh, he finds out that one of the bears, it's Bear 747, the bear's name was Colbert. <laughs> and uh, so and so he, he <laughs> they named it Colbert because, well, if anybody watches the Colbert show, they know he's got a, his right ear is wonky and he's, he's deaf in his right ear. And so this 747 bear that's called Colbert has a wonky ear. It business he's got in some sort of fight somewhere. So he says, oh, just like Stephen Colbert, this bear. So we'll call it uh, this wonky-eared bear, Stephen Colbert. And so it was. It was kind of funny the way it played out, but it was. Uh, it was a good little clip on the uh, on the. Uh, was it the Tonight Show? No, the Stephen Colbert Report, or what no? That's the Late Show. The Late Show. The Late Show. That's it. Yeah, I, I never watched those shows, so I yeah. just know who he is, but. Uh, but I don't know if that was a real ranger given the explanation. It was a real ranger, yeah. It was? Okay, because yeah. he's given the explanation going, it's not like Stephen Colbert will actually watch. Yeah, it's not like seen his So, season. you know, not trying, we won't yeah. be hurting his feelings. But it was those, uh, <laughs> the lead-up events with the, uh, where you hear from a naturalist, right, about the yeah. bears and the fat bears and stuff like that. So the, that that was just a clip that they had done as the, uh, you know, people, the Q&A people would write in or call in and say, hey, what about this, what about that, and whatever, right? So it was it was an interesting little uh, anecdote. 
Yeah, uh, that was hilarious, though. Mm-hmm. That was hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, Otis, winner of Fat Bear Week, confirmed. And if anybody, like, <laughs> it's, if anybody has not gone to see Fat Bear Week and the before and after pictures, it is dramatic. So, it was late July that they had a picture of Otis, the winner, mm-hmm. and he was scrawny, shaggy. He would, like, look like he was losing hair. He looked very unhealthy. And then, what was it, two months two later? Two months. It's like, Oh, he's ready for winter. I think he ate another bear. <laughs> looks like he so, ate a bear. Are, is, now, is this at uh, at Katmai National this Park? This is at Katmai, yeah. 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 Is it okay. uh, Browns Falls or? Bur- Brooks. Brooks Falls. Brooks Falls. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can, you can yeah. go to explore.org. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. they'll have uh, all that stuff there. Or just Google Fat okay. Bear Week. Or just Google Fat Bear Week, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no. I went up. It's pretty cool. You were up. I went Katmai? up there. Uh, this is going to. Uh, this is going way back, but yeah, I went up to to Katmai, and and got up there right at the end of the season, and then stayed. Uh, the second trip up there, the, I stayed like a week or so after the park actually closed, and so all the bears were coming in the campgrounds, and they're just out. They're eating so much at that point with the salmon run mm-hmm. that they are. They're enormous. It is. It is. It's amazing to see. Yeah, it, it was so cool. Yeah. It was so cool. At that point, they're so big, you could outrun them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. John's well, slapping what? them on the butt and running. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the, uh, they get so big at this point, and I don't know if they have this on the website, but they actually have to dig out belly holes when they lay down to sleep. So you'll see these bears like dig out a belly hole, and then they lay down. They put their belly in it because otherwise they're they're too big. It's too uncomfortable to actually to sleep, sleep comfortably. Yeah, I've seen something. I don't think it was the bears, but I saw something. There's another animal that does that. He's on a National Geographic thing. That rings a bell. But there was an animal. Wisconsinite? Was it Wisconsin man? <laughs> it was a Wisconsin kayaker that was constantly yeah. drinking beer and eating tacos. That's right. <laughs> Burgers. At night, he was he would dig a hole before he put his tent down. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You, know, you think, hey, it's a month on the water. I should be losing weight, right? What's going on here? You, you will never, ever be able to hear... Without thinking of this trip, <laughs> John getting out of the kayak. <laughs> You're going to hear that noise, and John's going to go, where's the kayak? <laughs> Just released. Where did it go? <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, do you have anything to add this week, uh, John? No, I... I... You know, I'm just, I'm happy to have had the chance. I'm happy to have met so many cool people. And uh, it's been fun calling back in and talking with you guys again, like mm. we did with the Yukon. Um, so that was kind of fun. And, and uh, I, when I get back home, I'm starting work on the book about it. So Cool. There'll be lots of pictures. <laughs> will be lots of pictures. There will be lots of practical information. There will be, you know, lots of stories that we didn't have time to get into and in more detail on some of the, you know, some of the names that I called that coach as he went by. Uh, I mean, uh, <laughs> you mean the guy you waved at yes. with one finger? Yes, yes, yeah, that guy. That would be the man. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I'm. I'm actually pretty excited about that, and and uh, so I'm. I'm going to start working on that as soon as I get home. Cool, cool. Yeah. Speaking of books, hmm. uh, I got a new book for my birthday. The okay. Whisper on the Night Wind by Adam Schultz. And I All posted right. it on our site, and Adam Schultz said, hey, if you want me to come on and chit-chat with you about the book. That would be awesome. So, yeah, I'm just uh, in the middle of reading it, and uh, I'm going to mm-hmm. give him a little shout, set up a date, and we can get him on here and talk about uh, you'll this ha- book. You'll and, have to ask all the questions. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Look, look, Derek, there's pictures. <laughs> look, you want to look at the pictures while you're here? It won't take too long. <laughs> look at the pictures, Derek. <laughs> <laughs> this week on Derek's Book Talk. <laughs> I read a comic. Uh, you got anything, Derek? I don't. Not now. <laughs> I was going to tell you what this comic I read, but not now, man. 
<laughs> awesome. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, if you want to find out more about us, you can find us at paddlingadventuresradio.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can download or stream our episodes on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Player FM, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast downloading sites. Or you can go to the episode page at paddlingadventuresradio.com and listen to all our episodes there. When you're there, hit the big old merch button and uh, support uh, our podcast by buying tons of gear. T-shirts, <laughs> neck gaiters, cups. <laughs> Derek wanted to put underwear on there. Puppers that I can't have. Oh, yes, puppers. puppers. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> we will be auctioning off John's empty pupper cans. That's right. <laughs> if you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends, family, and fellow paddlers. John, thank you very much for coming on again this yes, week. Yes, thanks, John. It's thanks, guys. Always a slice having you on. And Good time. Yeah, I think that's that's about it. I want to thank everybody for listening this week. I'm Sean Rowley. And I'm Derek Specht. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>